0: Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and chief sales trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to The Science of Selling, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I'm your host, David Hoffel. Today, we're going to look at a scientific principle that is incredibly relevant for what we do as sales professionals because it will give you an edge and help you more effectively engage people, especially when they've gone dark or when you're reaching out to a new potential prospect. In fact, this scientific principle has been shown to be more effective at motivating people to respond positively to us in a sales context than likability. This is trampling on traditional sales wisdom. In fact, just recently, I was working with the sales team my first time working with them. And we were kind of talking about the idea of what is selling actually. And I asked them, what are you trying to accomplish when you're selling? Like, what is the goal? What are you trying to do? And one of the individuals said, make a friend. Where am I? I feel like I, I just got sucked back into a time machine. <laughs> make a friend. Now, this, of course, isn't uh, accurate. That's an overly simplistic way of looking at selling that's ultimately unhelpful. Second, it's not genuine either. This individual went on to say that he's really not interested in making friends with people. In other words, he doesn't want to hang out with the people that he's selling to later on. He's really not looking for a friend to go golfing with on the weekend. But what he was trying to say was that rapport building matters. In fact. It's what matters more than anything else. And this is a very common way of thinking about selling, especially for those who have been in the profession for a very long time. This idea was very, very prevalent back in the 1950s and 60s and 70s. However, it still pervades. And the idea that they and many still embrace today is that rapport building matters. It's the number one thing you want to focus on in selling. However, science says it matters a lot. We talk about the likability bias in my book, The Science of Selling, in our training. It's hard to sell to people who don't like you, right? They just interpret everything you say in, in a more negative way. So it certainly matters. But I want to share with you today one scientific principle that has been shown to neutralize Likeability. So now that I've previewed how we're going to trample in traditional sales wisdom, let's dive into it. What is this principle? It's called reciprocity. What is that? Reciprocity has been studied now for decades in many different cultures, and it is ingrained in us as human beings. Reciprocity is the idea that we should repay others for what they have done for us. And there is an overwhelming amount of research in this area. One particular study that is really fascinating looked at reciprocity within a sales context. And they found that when reciprocity was triggered by the salesperson, sales doubled. When you do that, people feel a psychological debt and they wanna respond in kind. It's ingrained within us, it works. In all cultures around the world where it's been studied, it is very, very powerful. What's also interesting from this study and a few others is that what it also did when reciprocity was triggered, it neutralized likability. In other words, how much prospects like the seller made no impact in the study once reciprocity was triggered. Meaning if they liked him or her or were more neutral to him or her, It didn't matter once reciprocity was triggered. So does likability still matter? Absolutely, it still matters. If you are in a relationship with a potential client and you're just having a hard time building rapport, reciprocity is very powerful. Or if you are trying to displace a competitor who is in a relationship, reciprocity can help you get your foot in the door and neutralize the impact that likability has from your competitor to your potential client. And so this is incredibly powerful. What some of these principles in science have shown is that some are more powerful than others. And reciprocity, once it's triggered, dominates other very common things that are good, like rapport building. So we can leverage that in our favor. All of us, though, have been triggered by reciprocity. I know I have. I love when I get these in the mail, these little address labels. A lot of times nonprofits will send those out. In fact, I remember I ran out of address labels a couple years ago, right before Christmas. And I just remember having to write out my address on a bunch of cards. And I realized how much I hate writing my own name and address. And I miss those address labels because I often get them from nonprofits that I support. Now, why do nonprofits do that? Why do they send us out address labels? Here's why. They have found... That when they do that, giving doubles. Why? Reciprocity. Another study that's really interesting found that when servers at the end of a meal, when they give you the check, when they will give you a few pieces of candy, tips can rise by as much as 14%. Whereas if they do everything else the way they normally do, but no candy. So, what I want you to think about when it comes to selling is how can you leverage reciprocity? And here's the principle that I teach. Regarding this, it's a powerful prospecting and follow up strategy. Give first, then ask. Give first, then ask. Oftentimes, when we reach out to people, we say things like, I'm just checking in to see how things are going and if anything's changed since we last spoke, or I'm reaching out to set up a time to learn more uh, about your organization and share how we might be able to help you. Or I wanted to set up a call so I could share with you about some of the exciting things that we're doing. All of this is focused on who? The seller. And buyers don't care. So what we want to do is give first, then ask. Because when you and I give meaningful value up front, and then you ask your clients or potential clients for something, what you find is you trigger reciprocity and demonstrate yourself as someone who provides value. And what happens then? When reciprocity is triggered, they feel a psychological debt, and they're far more likely to respond to what you've requested or at least engage with you. So give first, then ask. This is a powerful strategy because too often in selling, we focus on ourselves. Everything is so seller centric. It is still so seller centric. All the time I see new content coming out regarding selling and how to do it. And it's always focused on the seller, almost all the time. It's all about me and my insights and learning about my company and learning about my products. And don't you want to know, aren't you curious about what's going on in our company? No one cares. No one, no one cares. Right? So you need to give them a reason to care. And so when you lead with value, you not only give something first, and then people will respond in kind, but you can really show them you understand their situation and you lead not with an ask but with value. Now, what does this look like? You don't have to be sending out fruit baskets to people. What you can do is lead with insights, lead with something relevant. This can be a study. This can be some piece of information. This can be a best practice that you've helped other clients who are similar to the one that you're talking to. Help them improve their business or improve their life or make a good decision in this area. Some relevant information you can lead with that. Also, personalization here can also help as well. When you can focus on that individual, you can say things like, I noticed you said this on LinkedIn and I instantly thought of this study that I have read or I noticed that your organization is embracing this new initiative. And I thought of a client who we've worked with before who did something similar a couple of years ago. And one thing we helped them with that was really helpful was thinking through that and you share that, you lead with value. So now people say, okay, wow, that was actually useful. It wasn't just about you, but it was relevant to me. Why? Because you gave first, and then when you ask afterwards, you're far more likely to get a great response, and you've really differentiated yourself from your competitors who are so focused on themselves, who are trying to get potential clients to pay attention to them, and what I'm advocating for is pay attention to your clients first, make it all about them, and then they'll be interested in learning more about you. Why? Because you've demonstrated yourself and your company as someone who can provide meaningful value to them. So leverage reciprocity. It is a powerful way to engage a potential client who has gone dark, to engage a potential client for the first time, or to get that door opened when you are trying to get a potential client to notice you and you know they have a good relationship with a competitor who they're currently using, you can leverage reciprocity to at least help them become aware and not get defensive when you reach out and say, no, we're already working with someone. If I can give value, that opens that door and now I'm able to walk through it. So give this some thought and I challenge you to think of one way that you can begin to use that strategy of give first, then ask, because when you do, you will trigger reciprocity and you're leveraging science in your favor so what are you waiting for get out there use reciprocity give first then ask and then go sell something i'll see you next time